What's going on, Wolves? I'm bringing you another episode of Cosmic Conversations. And like always, I am over the moon because the guests on this segment of the podcast truly are one of a kind. They are magnificent human beings and they do such profound work. And to be able to share them with you is just a dream come true. And this woman is no less of a miracle her name is teal and i'm obsessed with her you guys see me post about her all the time she is a new mom and she just is handling the role so gracefully and we get to chat with her today but before we do let me get into her bio so you get to know a little bit more about teal and her incredible energy that i can feel through the phone right now Teal is an ATL-based mother, yoga instructor, and digital marketing strategist with a passion for helping solopreneurs strategize their marketing content and leading students through yoga flows designed to connect them deeper to self. Oh, my goodness. And she's such an inspiration to me. Welcome to the Cosmic Conversation, Teal. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing good. I'm so happy. Um, to be on your platform. I'm so mm-hmm. grateful. I'm so grateful. Same, 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 same. I was just so happy when you said yes. I was like, oh my God, she of said course. yes. Of course. This is going to be awesome. Okay, so um, quickly getting into like how we met. So I feel like we met in California. We did. Because I feel like I watched you at an event and you were amazing. We did. We right? met. Yeah. Um, it was the Network to Networth. Um, kind of yes. like traveling uh, to speaker yeah. series. Yes, it was so fun. Um, and and it was such a pivotal time for me because mm. I was transitioning um, out of my full-time job, transitioning out mm. of California. And this was part of like the last couple of weeks that I had. And all of these beautiful opportunities came for me to kind of, you know, share my story on stages wow. and speak. Um, and you were part of this group of people, yes. amazing people who were here, who were traveling, and we just instantly connected. I mean, I feel like I, I saw you in the crowd before I even started to speak, and I was like, oh, she has a good vibe. Like, I love her style. And then um, after the event, I feel like you came up to me, and I was like, girl, like, we just are supposed to be friends because yeah. – it just we were in sync um and then yeah. we met again we met up again in new york for the um yes. camp goddess events i mean oh, we just a good event. we've been in such beautiful spaces with each other um that really definitely connected us so yeah it it's it was a friendship um destined to happen a hundred percent and i just love that too because both events that we like were able to rekindle well begin and rekindle our relationship at they were both created by black women yeah shout out fatu um and it was just so incredible for her to create what she did in california and then camp goddessy was just Mm -hmm. i still process that event to this day and that was like almost two years ago it was just so magical such a incredible experience so beautiful goodness yes so Let's get into today's topic because I am so excited to be speaking about motherhood and actually having experts in the field, which you are, (laughs) and just talking about like, what has motherhood done for you in your life um, so far? Because you are a new mom. So like, how was that transition? So I think the first thing that immediately comes to mind is that motherhood has slowed me down in the most Mm. beautiful way. 
I'm a very ambitious, like next thing, next thing, next client, next chapter, next accomplishment um, type of person. I'm definitely like accomplishment driven. And, you know, between motherhood and pandemic, which happened for me simultaneously, um, I was slowed, like my spirit was slowed down. Like the things that motivate me, the things that drive me, I was kind of forced to sit with myself um, and just slow down with that. And just, just, just to be more connected, aware and present of each day and each moment. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing that motherhood has done for me. Um, slowed me down in, in the most beautiful, beneficial way for my spirit. Mm. Mm. That is just so beautiful. And there's so much feminine divine energy in that, right? The power mm-hmm. of slowing down, mm-hmm. of taking a moment to savor and to be present and to kind of enjoy what's happening in this moment before we get to the next, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so profound. I love that motherhood gave that to you as well. And it's hard to do that as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, It's hard to do that in general, but I feel like when it comes to entrepreneurship, um, there's so much uncertainty and, you know, there's so much uncertainty and there's so much opportunity in the unknown, you know, of Mm -hmm. where you want to take your business and what's next. So it's like a balance of trying to plan for that. Um, But, you know, with each new month, that's kind of where I start when it comes to planning Mm -hmm. and, you know, goal setting and things. Um, I kind of look at a month holistically if I get a chance to, you know, have a really good journaling session and just visualize what I want the month to look like. I might Mm -hmm. be able to step into two months, (laughs) but (laughs) if I get a good view for one month um, and I feel good about that, then I can kind of settle down into my day to day with a lot more ease. So balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship um, while being, you know, a little bit slower and present, but also strategic, I feel like that's definitely been a challenge um just a day-by-day process that i that i try to be mindful of Mm. so that actually makes me want to ask you about your self-care routine like on a daily or weekly basis what does that include for you now and how has that changed um definitely yoga and i feel like before um before i had a baby yoga was a part of my maybe I would say weekly practice. Um, You know, I I would do yoga, but I didn't really fully understand everything. But um, yoga, and we've connected on this as well, but um, Mm -hmm. diving into my yoga certification was my postpartum plan. Um, That was what I knew I was going to focus on um, to kind of tune back into self and to prioritize me after having a baby. Because that's some of the biggest advice I got was to refine my self-care routines and plans and make sure that I prioritized them. Um, So today, yoga is definitely a part of my daily self-care. And the thing is, um, the beautiful thing about yoga is that you can move for, you know, five minutes, you can move Mm -hmm. for two hours. Um, It's, there's not this, you know, time limit and all these guidelines for yoga. It's truly Uh, practice that you cultivate within yourself. So I take intentional time to breathe and to stretch daily. Um, Mm -hmm. And then honestly, it's my self-care practice. I've definitely simplified, um, Mm -hmm. but going outside, 
Like when I get a moment to take a very long walk outside and I'll take my daughter with me sometimes, sometimes I'll be able to just go by myself. But that is a very intentional moment that's like just for me, just for me to breathe fresh air, to be in the sun, to see nature. And I try not to be on my phone. Um, I try Mm. to just listen to the sounds around me. Um, And that's major self-care for me, for sure. And then my skincare routine. That's definitely the last one. I saw this meme on Instagram. It's like all the love languages and how you can apply them to yourself. And under physical touch, it says skincare. And I was like, absolutely. Like when Mm -hmm. we're doing our our regimens and, you know, going through all the steps and massaging our face like we're yes. really loving on ourselves so i've definitely prioritized the skincare routine um and my self-care as well oh my goodness the skincare really just touched me right there for sure yes that's one of the reasons why i created my skincare line it was for that purpose it was like to remind us that's like sacred time like when mm-hmm. you first wake up before you end your day like taking time to pour back into yourself using, you know, nourishing ingredients and products that aren't there to like fix problems, right? Because that's right. kind of the culture that we're in, but more or less to just love on yourself and to give yourself healing and nourishment that you need every day, that your skin needs every day as a right. being the largest organ that we have. So I love that you incorporate that and that's your intentional self-care every day because it's simple. It's not, it's simple, but it's super impactful. And I feel like we kind of forget that um, in our mm-hmm. many roles in life, that self-care does not have to be this 30 step, three hour long ritual every morning. If you're able to do that, that's amazing. Go for it, live your life. But it can also be very simple and things that you have to do anyway, but just adding that intention yeah. changes everything. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Adding that intention and then also being being mindful. Yes. So like going outside, just on that example, I might have to like go down to the mailbox and that's just a part of what I need to do for the day. Mm-hmm. But the way that I tailor that to refuel me, because that's what self-care is supposed to do for us, refuel us, re-energize us. The way that I position it to refuel me is like I'm I'm not going to be on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to literally just be present outside. I'm not going to listen to music. I'm not going to scroll on Instagram as I'm walking. Like, I'm just going to be mindful in that moment. Yeah. So I, I love that you said that. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about you guys, Wolves, but this conversation is just so nourishing. <laughs> my heart is just so happy. I'm just at <laughs> peace right now. I was like, Teal, you are doing the thing. I'm sure your yoga students are like, ugh, loving you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so something that you mentioned that I thought was really beautiful, and I've heard you speak about it a few times, was pregnancy and maintaining peace. And I kind of mm-hmm. want to touch on that for um, my moms to be out there, my wolf mothers that haven't had their baby yet. What was that process for you? Because I can, I see a lot of my friends who are pregnant and they're like, look, by like the fourth or fifth month, they're like, let's wrap this up because I'm ready mm-hmm. to see my child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to have this experience. But I mean, you can't just rush that process. So like, how do you maintain your sense of peace? Yeah, that definitely was very challenging because I, I found out that I was pregnant maybe um, October mm. uh, 2019. So we get into, you know, the holidays and then the top of 2020, January, you know, I, I'm 
what is this October, November, December. So I'm in like second trimester at that point. And that's when things start to be like, oh, okay, I can actually enjoy this. Like I got a baby mm. bump. You're planning a baby shower. You're thinking of maternity photos. Mm. And then for me, two months later, the world shut down. And, oh you know, we're on lockdown and we can't, we're not supposed to go out of our homes and we're yeah. not supposed to go to the grocery store unless it's an emergency. Like, mm -hmm. it was a crazy time. Um, I had to cancel baby showers. I had to cancel um, gatherings and travels. Like, it was, it was kind of a sad time because this this moment where you're supposed to be you know surrounded with love and celebrating and um you know I had the maternity fits that I was gonna be rocking you right, know like, being cute yeah so many plans um especially as a first-time mom you want to get the most out of this experience there's so many things that you're looking forward to um and a lot of those had to had to be shut down and I had to find new ways to cope and again, yoga is like, mm. that was major because, and the thing that made yoga such a peaceful practice for me was the breath work and the intentional breathing. Um, it, it really forced me to sit down with myself and to feel my body and my nervous system relax. And that mm. breathing that I practiced in my prenatal yoga sessions was the same breathing that helped me through like labor. Mm. So I found peace through yoga, through stretching, through breathing. Um, and again, nature, being outside. I mean, girl, I was eight and a half months pregnant, hiking up some waterfall with, wow. <laughs> with my boyfriend. And everyone who passed this was like, oh, y'all trying to get that baby out, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just, you know, I wanted to be outside. I wanted her, I wanted my baby to feel connected to nature, you mm. know, with everything else that was stripped from us. I was like, okay, but no one's going to tell me that I can't go outside and sit in the trees. Like, I'm not trying to be around people. I just want to be around nature, you know, water, yes. trees, birds, life. Um, so that's, those are the things that I did um, to find peace. And then also journaling. Um, journaling was super helpful. And there's all types of like pregnancy journals, you know, that ask you specific questions about how you're feeling and how you're connecting to baby and like mm. write little notes to baby, like different mm. things like that. That was very peaceful for me. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I mean, honestly, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I, I set myself up for a support group. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to handle everything all by myself. Mm -hmm. I had an amazing and, and have an amazing partner who's very supportive and um, adaptable and flexible, you know, to the needs that I express. And I mean, he's an amazing father. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that um you know, he was so patient with me during this experience because it was new for him, but it was also new for me. I didn't know how to explain to him, like, my stomach is huge. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, mm. And I just have an attitude just because, like, mm -hmm. bear with me, you know. Um, so he was amazing. But I worked with a doula and a therapist um, almost immediately after I found that I was pregnant because I wanted to surround myself with a support group that was knowledgeable um, on this experience. And the thing I kept telling myself, I was like, I'm not the only woman that's ever had a child. Like women do this all the time. Mm. <laughs> women literally birth humans all the time. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that I was supported with a tribe that, you know, could, 
could give me that emotional, the mental, the physical uh, support that I needed. Oh my gosh, this is just so profound, so beautiful. And I love how this is such an intuitive journey for you as well. Like you didn't ask these questions of like, should I get a support group? Like you were like, right. okay, I know this needs to be done because I feel it coming up from within yeah. me. And I'm going to honor that intuition. Oh, that's so powerful that you that. just said that. Um, something that I heard, I think it was in my yoga teacher training. It was like a sub sub conversation, but um, the teacher said, women, mothers teach daughters intuition. And mm. that's like, when she said that, I, wow. I think it was, you know, I'm, I'm sharing it out of context because it was in the frame of a larger story, but that was so profound and powerful to me because I feel like as a woman growing, you know, growing up and becoming an adult, becoming a woman and just expanding in your womanhood, being in tune with your intuition is major. Mm. And it's something that you learn by doing and you learn by listening and practicing and following. And the more that we follow our intuition, the stronger of a connection we feel to it. Mm. Um, but it, it's just so major. I definitely moved intuitively um, throughout my pregnancy and just tapped into, you know, I mean, all, all the women who have done this before, like I said, it right. just, it's, it, and it wasn't even just like, you know, me tapping into my own ancestors, but it's just like me tapping into divine femininity and understanding mm -hmm. that this is a natural process. It's a divine process that I was getting ready to go through. Um, and then the fact that I was, when I found out that I was having a girl, I think that definitely um, sunk in with me and, and really made me reflect even more on just becoming a woman. Um, that was definitely a huge thing that I spoke with my therapist about in our sessions. Um, and, you know, to be transparent, my mother and I's relationship wasn't in like a solid place mm -hmm. uh, before pregnancy, but after having my daughter, it's, it's really strengthened my mother and I's relationship like tenfold. Um, more than I could even imagine. And I, yeah, in intuition and just moving intuitively, um, that's definitely what was happening and, and what's still happening. Um, and I realized that that's one of the biggest lessons that I want to be able to teach my daughter is how to, how to understand intuition and how to trust and follow your intuition. As a woman, it's just, it's like our superpower. Right. It definitely is. And I definitely feel like she will easily grasp the concept because you are a fantastic teacher. Thank um, you, for sure. For sure. Oh my goodness. I'm just so I'm like processing what you're saying. I'm like, yes, especially about the part of acknowledging like, okay, me and my own mother's relationship may not have been the best, but that didn't stop you or, um, not prevent you because you were going to be a mother regardless because it was already happening but it was just like it was definitely a thing though I, I really mm. had to reflect and wrap my mind around it and I knew that that's what I wanted to work with my therapist on specifically yes and um yeah it, it was definitely a thing I I would say a fear almost to be honest I I remember looking at the um video we kind of vlogged and recorded all types of moments during pregnancy right. and 
I remember watching the video of when we opened the envelope to read that it was a girl. Like we kind of just, we just went to a park together, set up the camera and just had a moment. And then we opened the envelope and Marcus opened it. My boyfriend opened it and he was like, it's a girl. And you know, he was very girl dad, like very excited. (laughs) And I was looking at him and I was like, let me see that paper. Like, are you for real? (laughs) Are you for real? Because I just knew I was going to have a little boy. Um, but you know, it was, it was a thing. I had to definitely wrap my hand, my mind around mm-hmm. it. And, you know, people say that God gives you what you, what you need to have. Yes. And I definitely feel that's true. Mm. Um, yeah. She, my, my daughter has done amazing things for me already. And I know we're going to continue to just learn more about ourselves during this process. I love that. And it speaks to like that, um, that wisdom of like a child is a blessing in that Absolutely. sense. And we kind of just say it like in a cute way, but like, no, actually it, <laughs> the child is a blessing. Like it, your baby brings you so much wisdom. I'm going to remind you like to play a bit more, to be more softer, less serious in life. Cause we, especially mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs, right. We kind of become rigid because it's part of our livelihood to a certain extent. It reminds mm-hmm. us and keeps us on track, gives us structure. But then you throw in that dynamic of like, okay, you have this baby that's like exploring the world for the first time ever. And yeah. that sense of wonder comes up and it just kind of helps to balance out like the rigidness that we kind of put ourselves into as well, black women in general, but also just as entrepreneurs and like that structure that we needed for so long just completely shifts. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like I've we've watched her at this point. We've watched her like figure out how to use her hands and oh, figure out how to so jump up and down with her feet. And now she's crawling, you know, teeth are coming. It's like we're <sighs> literally seeing this life grow every moment of the day. It's it's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I, my heart is just so full. That just sounds so <laughs> majestic so magical girl it's tiring too let me give y'all the real now (laughs) give it to us i'm sure i can't imagine creating a human being and then like having it like the baby grow and just Mm -hmm. become a a child and then a teenager it's like it's a a forever process right it is it definitely (sighs) is i'm and i'm excited about it and i think it's like with each phase and each new lesson and stage that she goes through like I feel myself getting more like into routine and process you know it's like oh okay this doesn't feel as overwhelming as it did when like I had to just sit in this rocking chair all day you know like there's different levels to it um Mm. but it's it's definitely been beautiful to see can we actually speak on a bit of the overwhelm and the tiredness for Mm -hmm. new moms out there Mm -hmm. Um, just to kind of show like, yes, right. Motherhood is absolutely beautiful. There's no doubt about that, but it doesn't mean that there's not moments of growth that you have to endure. Yeah. I, I definitely had to work on the asking for help, Mm. you know? And I think that all of us go through this journey in different fate, in different times of our life. It's like realizing that it's okay to not have all the answers. Mm. It's okay to not have all the answers and to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And I had to practice that. I had to learn that. Um, It's definitely, it's definitely tiring. Mm, (laughs) And tapping in with family and 
here she is in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse her, y'all. Um, but tapping into family, leaning on a support group, and just it just I think first mindset, understanding that it's okay to have a support group. It's okay to ask right. for a support group. It's okay to need a support group. Mm. Um, but I've had to create. I've had to create boundaries. I've had mm. to navigate conversations. I've had to ask for help. And at the end of the day, all of those things have made us stronger. And um, people were just waiting on the ask. You know, mm. there's, there's certain people in our, in our lives that were just waiting on the ask. Like, yes, girl, you know, I got you. Um, but I just had to say it, you know. Oh, my gosh. That's that. The waiting on the ask part just really um, just like hit me like really, really hard. Like, yeah. People are waiting to be there, but at the same time, you have to kind of invite them into that space because they don't want to overstep and they may not even know what it is that you need exactly mm-hmm. for them to bring you. Mm-hmm. So being able to vocalize like what it is that you need in that moment and sharing that with your support team is Definitely. so important. Wow. Definitely. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Mm. That's beautiful. Okay, so my last question for you is motherhood and entrepreneurship. Walk me through it. <laughs> How is Girl, that for you? <laughs> I'm literally writing a book about it because yes. I just yes. feel like um, we need more stories around yeah. that to be told. Um, the concept of maternity leave, you know, that's one example. It's like no one's going to, as an entrepreneur, no one's going to set you up on a maternity leave. Like you have to be able to organize that yourself. Um, so what does that look like? If you have services, if you have products, like whatever type of business you have, you have to do certain things. So I'm, I'm literally writing a book about this. Um, and the focus is, is on, (laughs) she has something to say. The focus is, is on, um, how to automate, how to delegate and how to scale. Um, because those are the things that I felt like were important for me to set myself up for success. Um, before she came and after she came, because the reality is your body is going to need time to heal. You're not Mm going to be able to operate at your, at the same capacity that you did before. Um, Mm. so realizing that and preparing yourself for that. So automating your systems, um, delegating your large tasks. And scaling by, you know, offering a different type of product or service. Mm. Mm. Um, so those those are just, you know, high level points there. But also, I shared a little bit of my story. Um, I'm I'm not I'm I'm publishing soon, so this book. Yes, <laughs> stay tuned yes. for this information. But I do also share a little bit of my story when it comes to you know postpartum depression and how to mm. navigate that as an entrepreneur as well. Mm, um, wow. So there's a lot there's a lot of feelings that come up and a lot of things to reflect on um, and to actually process because processing is important. Um, and as an entrepreneur. I feel like a lot of moms uh, who have their own businesses could relate to this, that you're just ready to get on to the next thing. You know, you're mm. ready to get back to work. You're ready to operate at your highest potential and you have to give yourself grace when it comes to that. Mm. How does that affect your, like, um, I know like my sister, she's a mom and she's an entrepreneur. Actually almost all my girlfriends are. I think I'm like the only auntie just out here. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I love it because I love all my nieces. Okay, yes. I'm a big auntie gang situation. But um, <laughs> she deals with a lot of like mom guilt, and she's a fantastic mother. And I'm just always like in awe of the amount of. She's just incredible. I'm always in awe of her. But she struggles a lot with like, okay, but if I'm pouring into my business, am I taking away from my baby? Mm-hmm. So is that something that you go through? If so, is there maybe um, an insight you can give the listeners to kind of soothe that? At least until your book comes out. <laughs> right. I think, I think my biggest thing would be to surround yourself with people who can speak life into you. So if mm. you do start to doubt yourself, um, having, you know, some kind of tribe that will remind you that you're amazing. Um, and honestly, aside from, you know, setting up your tribe and leaning on them, truly leaning on them when you need to um, and not pulling away, lean in. That's a mantra that we that we share in this household. Mm-hmm. Like when we're going through something, we lean in. We don't pull mm-hmm. away. Um, mm-hmm. And then another thing that I shared, um, I, I think I was talking to a friend about it. Sorry for the background. No, she's perfect. (laughs) It's like the perfect background. (laughs) (laughs) But another thing that I was talking to a friend about is that when I take care of me, I am taking care of her. Mm -hmm. That's literally like, that's the way that I can do the best job that I can do. So whatever that looks like, if it's for business, if it's, you know, a self-care moment, when I take care of me, I'm taking care of her. And I just remind myself of, of that very often mm. yes that's so powerful it reminds me of the um oxygen mass analogy like the mm-hmm. thing of, like you have to put on yourself first yeah I, yes that's so please take that beautiful gem of wisdom teal just drop right there and like make a necklace out of it put it on you carry it with you because it's so real and i speak from the experience of being a daughter right because i'm a mm-hmm. daughter myself to my mom and it's something I have to remind her as well of like especially as the fact that I am an adult daughter which is a completely different experience and just reminding her like mom you did everything that you needed to do I'm a well-equipped adult like please go and take care of yourself do not worry so much for me even though I know it's an innate response like it's just even in how the brain is chemically wired but it's still that reminder for her of like no matter at what age you are a mom and no matter what age your child is, you have to take care of yourself because when my mom is doing well, my life, I can breathe. I'm not concerned. I'm not worried, you know, because she's a lot older too. So Mm -hmm. it's just good to hear that you have that knowingness deep deep inside you now as a new mother and that that'll just grow alongside with your daughter and she'll have that wisdom passed down to her. We can really eradicate that... um, it feels like a generational curse almost of like, I, you know, I, I black agree. moms. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And it's like the, what she sees is going to be the best example, you know? Right. And her seeing me prioritize myself and, you know, um, it's, it's just all about balance. And it's mm. a daily process. That's what it is. But when I'm good, she's good. And yes. I can make sure that she's good with a more focused mindset if I'm good. Oh my goodness, Teal. This has just been <laughs> such a a wonderful conversation. Definitely divinely designed. I know that it's going to be so nourishing to my community and I deeply appreciate you for 
coming on, of taking course. a moment out of your life to just give us and bless us with this wisdom. What of do you have coming course. up for us? Because I'm ready to give everybody all the goods. Like, yes. How can we support you? <laughs> I love it. Um, book at some point. So stay yes. tuned. Um, you can follow me on social media at T-Y-E-A-L. Yes. Um, and that's where I'll do, you know, any type of launches and information. Um, but I'm also working on a series of workshops for entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, and it's just, you know, a series on growth and scaling and content um, and like basics of starting your business. So I'm working, I'm collaborating um, with my girl, Alyssa, who's also an entrepreneur, business owner, a wellness coach. And we just have series of workshops coming up. So the next one's going to be May 8th. Um, and we're going to be talking about financials and organization and it's going to be dope. So you can, again, find all that information at T-Y-E-A-L um, on Instagram. Oh my goodness, yes. And I'll have that link below for all my wolves out there listening in so you can go and follow and support and see her incredibly beautiful daughter. It's just <laughs> one of my favorite pages to look at every day. I was like, oh, let me see what you're doing because <laughs> you just bring you. so much joy and magic to my timeline. I deeply appreciate you for that. Thank you, girl. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this conversation was exactly what I needed. And I'm not even a mom yet, so I can't even imagine what this would do for all the wolf mamas out there. If this conversation resonated with you, by all means, let us know in the comments. Make sure you obviously rate this episode, share this episode, not only for myself and the podcast, but also to share Teal's magic and the work that she does because she just blesses with like information around motherhood because that's the theme of this month. But this woman is brilliant, okay? So please make sure you are following her. You are alongside her journey as she continues to give us classes and workshops and eventually an incredible book that you're going to love, okay? Um, <laughs> definitely go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, share, 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 and let us know on Instagram. You could tag myself and Teal. Um, what are you going to do to prioritize self-care for you, whether you're a mom or you're a mom-to-be or you're a mom in planning like myself? What is it that you're going to do to prioritize your self-care? I want to know we can share and support you and just be there for you as well on your journey. So thank you again, Teal. I love you're you so, so much welcome. for doing this and for being love who you, you too, are. <laughs> I, it was okay. such a beautiful conversation. It's filled it me was. up. Thank you so Thanks. much. Same, same, same. Okay, Wolves, <laughs> cue up another episode of Cosmic Conversations or Matcha Mornings, and I'll see you for the next one. Sending you so much love.